All right, folks, it's another episode of America's Hometown Horror, and tonight's episode is brought to you by Omeo. That's right, it's Omeo back again. Omeo, in case you don't know, is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. And best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com. That's O-M-I-O.com. And use the code OMEO5 at checkout. Offer is only valid until July 31st, so you better get moving on that quick. Uh, and it's just the pick-me-up that 2021 needs. OMEO. Plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply, and away we go. <laughs> Alright, guys. We have a little, uh... Bit of something different tonight, huh? It's another episode of America's Hometown Horror, by the way. Hi, my name's Mike. I'm joined by Andrew and Catherine. And we're going to be doing Hello. some different stuff tonight. What's up, guys? Not much. I'm excited for tonight. It's yeah. going to be fun. This is going to be a short one. This is something that we've uh, tossed around for an idea for a long time. Something that we maybe wanted to do. Well, just, I, I've um, been talking about this for a long time. I know, and uh, something we we've never had the opportunity to do so far, and you know, just to be transparent, I guess we have a lot of stuff going on in our personal lives over the next two weeks, so it's going to be difficult for us to record podcasts uh, as consistently as we have been doing over the last year plus that we've been doing it. So we have something here that is in the public domain. This was Andrew's idea. Andrew's idea. Months ago. I'm surprised. When you credit. brought this up the other day, I said no because I was like, nah, we're not doing this. It's we don't have the time. Perfect. I feel like it needs more time, but hence, here we are. Here we are. Yes. Here we are. So we are going to uh, read a story from one of my personal favorite authors. One of you the did your most, thesis on him, right? Uh, King. King, actually. Oh, not, I thought you did that, girl. But uh, one, of, one of my favorite authors, one of the most famous horror stories ever written, even though it's not necessarily a story, it's a poem. We are going to do a live reading of The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. And we didn't steal this idea from The Simpsons. That's correct. But we, may we might have. Simpsons did it! Simpsons did it! <laughs> but that was like 30 years ago, yeah, so I think exactly. we're good. Yeah. Simpsons did it might actually be 30 though. years so, ago to the day. Hey, you know what? Uh, I, hope, I hope everybody had a great 4th of July. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Hope everybody's enjoying their summer. And without further ado, I present to you, brought to you by America's Hometown Horror Podcast, The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, wake and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of some one gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor," I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. 
Ah, uh, distinctly I remember it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow, from my book's surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This it is, nothing more." Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word that there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore? This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the, the word, Lenore! Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, soon again I heard a tapping somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then, what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Never more, never more. Open here I flung the shutter, when, with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of saintly days of yore. Not the least abesions made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mine of lord or lady perched above my chamber door. Perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Never more, never more. Then this amity bird, beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Thou thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven? Ghastly grim and ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore. Quoth the raven. Nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door. Bird or beast upon the sculpted, sculptured bust above his chamber door with such name as Nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nevermore, nevermore. Nothing farther than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, Other friends have flown before, on the morrow he will leave, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by a reply so aptly spoken, Doubtless said I. What it utters is only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed fastered till his songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never, nevermore. Nevermore. 
But the ravens still beguiling all my fancy into smiling. Straight I wheeled the cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking I betook myself to linking. Fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking. Nevermore! This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining with the lamplight gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating o'er, she shall press, ah, uh, nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing, to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining, that the lamp light gloated o'er. But whose velvet violet lining with the lamp light gloating o'er, she shall press, ah, nevermore. Ah! Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee, respite, respite, and nepenthes from thy memories of Lenore, quaff, oh quaff this kind nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore. Quote the raven, Nevermore! Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by the heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Aden clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Lenore. Quote the raven, Nevermore! Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend? I shrieked, upstarting. Get ah! thee back into the tempest and the night's Plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy shore hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart, and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven. Nevermore! And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon that is dreaming, and the lamp light o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out the shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted. Never more! Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror, and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show, because of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.